فقط اینه که شقت میله خالات دیگه من میتیم بغنو خالات دیگه من میتیم شخ نفر که دوشو میشه بغتم و بفخر اقبن و کداش صدیق سو دارم نه خنوه امکو خخمه قبلو نخمن فگه بن سیمخه نه نخ نخمن نخمن نه اومن زو تو دگن علنو برکاری سلامن باو خشم میستر نیو سیف انتی خوتران سیف رجبت و اوسو دو سیف رجگیمن سو دوز ار لسن 202 I heard in the name of Rabenu, may his memory be a blessing, that he said like this. There's a big distinction, or there's a distinction between the Torah novelties that the Tzadikim reveal. Meaning, the greater the Tzadik, of course, the loftier the Torah that he's bringing down. And of course, there's a very big difference from a greater Tzadik than a lower Tzadik. Not to say, of course, they're all Tzadikim. But uh, Rabban was saying that the Chidush Torah have a very big distinction between them. This is similar to what the Chachamim say in the Gemara, the Gemara Yavamot, Daf Mem Tet Hamud Bet. There's a Chidush between Navi and Paklari that is not Meira. In Vuat Moshe Rabbeinu Alav Shalom Shaita and Paklari is Meira. The Chachamim say, Rabbotan Uzar, they say in the Gemara Yavamot that there's a great distinction between the Prophet. Who brings a prophecy down with a with a, a glass that is not so clear? To the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu, may upon him be peace, whose prophecy was done with a clear, extremely clear glass, meaning essentially that if if Moshe Rabbeinu were looking at God through the clear glass, he would see very clearly, of course, because the glass um, is able to um, allow your sight to pass through for the fact that it's not foggy, and yet the other Nevi'im, as if was as if their vision of God was. Unclear, there was foggy glass. And of course, each Navi had a different type of fog um, the, the further they get. Of course, Yechezkel and Yeshaya had a different, and um, the, the Nevi'im after, of course, also. Um, that depending on their closeness to, uh, what do you call it, to Harsinai, that uh, determined how, uh, how clear the mirror was. And um, for Moshe Rabenu, it just descended. So Moshe Rabbeinu's vision of Hashem Ibach, of course, was much clearer than the other Nevi'im. As it says in the verse, that no prophet arose in the Jew, among the Jewish people like Moshe Rabbeinu did. As Rashi brings down in the parasha portion of Matot, um, in Bamidbar chapter 30, verse 2, he mentions over there that um, that uh, Rashi brings down over there that we see with Moshe Rabbeinu that when he says Zehadavar, this is the matter which God said. That this is the matter is a <laughs> that language expresses a very clear vision of Hashem. It's an aspakler amira. It's a clear glass that Moshe Rabbeinu's vision of Hashem was extremely clear. That it's what. That it's Zedavah, this is the matter. That Moshe Rabbeinu was clear and he knew it, he was confident. He's saying, this is the way God said it. But the other Nevi'im, they never said Zedavah. They always said Kodavah. So, like this, or like so, God says. Ko. Like this, essentially. Or so, God says. Meaning that it's not as clear as Zeh. And this represents the fact that they had a vision of Hashem that was Aspaklariyash Enemira. That was a foggy glass. And Rabbanu said about this, that just like this is true with regard to Moshe's vision, um, 
vis-à-vis um, uh, -vis the other Nevi'im, so too this is true with regard to the Tzadikim and their Chidusha Torah. Because Rabbeinu says that there are tzaddikim, there are righteous people, that when they give their chidush Torah, their Torah novelty, their teachings, which are very true, and they bring their words within a verse, and they try to explain their words, and they try to bring a verse to prove it, or they bring a saying of the sages, a teaching of the sages, to uh, intertwine within their teaching. They do not enter the true kavana, the true intention, and they do not bring the words of the mikra, the words of the quotation, of the words of the source that they're bringing down from the Torah or from the uh, Torah Shabbat Peh, uh, properly within their teaching. Meaning that there's not a great, uh, there's a disparity. It's almost not a not a disparity, but almost like a. It's not fully. You do not fully see how clear, how clearly intertwined the teaching is within the verse. Or how much the verse makes sense within the context of the teaching. Meaning there, it's not 100% full-fledged, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like a full-on like full puzzle. It doesn't fit perfectly. The way they bring it down is like, it's almost a remez. It's almost like a, it's an allusion. It's like a juxtaposition to that concept or to that verse. Uh, that the verse is, uh, what do you call it? coming there to support the teaching, but it's not a hundred percent there and it doesn't fully intertwine into the teaching. And this represents the prophet whose vision was through a foggy glass. That when he brings a prophecy, he describes the prophecy with the words of Ko Hashem. So God says, it's not hundred percent clear, it's not Zeh, that the verse isn't coming to prove perfectly how it makes total sense. But there are very awesome tzaddikim, Shem Yifrinat Moshe, who are in the category of Moshe Rabbeinu. That their Torah teachings, their novelties, are extremely clear and refined like the sun. And they're properly explained and elaborated. Within the verse, or within the teaching of the sages that they bring down. That they bring that teaching within the that they bring that saying or that verse within the teaching and the mamash fits so perfectly. Because they understand the Torah and how each and every verse is hidden to this, it connects to this concept and that verse is used for the other concept. You see Rabenu mentioned so many times in the Kutamoran verses that you think, wow, another verse would make so much more sense in this context. Or it would seem that another verse would, um, or another teaching of the sages would be a almost simpler proof to bring. But yet Rabenu doesn't do that. He does something totally different. All the time Rabenu will bring a verse, but he won't finish off the phrase. There's a very deep kavanah with why Rabenu does something like this, because when Rabenu's vision, which is Bechinat Moshe Rabenu, coming down to bring a source, a mikra, or a teaching that is supposed to uh, support his idea, it's mamash mechuvan to the entire subject. It's super, in, it's super intentful, and everything there has a perfect kavanah. Every letter, every drop, everything. This represents the clear glass, which is zedavar. This is the word. This is the word of God. Because their words fit the quotation so obviously it's perfect. That they explain that word, that saying or that verse according to the way they want to teach it. And this is the way it is that it falls under the category of Moshe Rabbeinu who said, this is the word of Hashem. So you see that there are different teachings. And of course, when it's tzaddik in the category of Moshe Rabbeinu, then we know they're teaching Ramash 
their verses, their quotations, the mikra that they bring. Of course, the sources they bring are perfectly accurate and uh, intertwined to the lesson um, the way um, Hashem intended. So, Seif Resh Gimel, lesson 203. Amar, Rabbi Nusel, HaTorah Sheli Gavoa Meod, my Torah is very lofty. And any single place in my teaching where I utilize um, combinations of letters, meaning where I play around with letters, meaning I use the first letters of a verse to explain a, a, a word, to, to uh, what do you call it, like an acronym, to, to bring down an acronym, or let's say it's the last letters of the verse that I want to bring down a word that... Um, like Rabbanu uses in the introduction of the Kutum Moran, where he says, If you take the last letters of that phrase, the last letter of that phrase, you spell the letters Yochai. Uh, so Rabbanu says, whenever he uses Rashetevot or Safetevot, and other awesome combinations that he reveals within his holy books, that teaching is actually greater than, a normal, than another teaching. When Rabbeinu uses combinations of letters and plays around with, plays around with um, the uh, calculations of letters, this is something much greater than his, um, than the other teachings which do not do that. And Rabbeinu said, Rabbeinu said, I wanted to move further. I wanted to progress past the concept of uh, uh, combinations of letters. But however, I remain with this uh, method. I still... I'm lingering behind with this method, meaning that Rabbeinu still sees so much to do with these words and letters that uh, he cannot get enough of it, he cannot move on. And Rabbeinu says, I also have tremendous pleasure from this. Because sometimes there are things which are completely sealed and hidden very much. That are impossible to find them, except only by means of using the combinations of letters. Meaning, whenever he uses um, the first letters of a phrase to spell out a word, or the last letters of a phrase to spell out a word, or a concept to give us a concept, this is something that we see that Mamash Rabbeinu does all the time. And it's because Rabbeinu teaches us the secret of the Torah that can only be revealed in this fashion. So, we see that we should pay attention when we study the Kutim Moran or Sichot Aran, when Rabbeinu plays with words. This is something we have to pay extra close attention to because this is something very lofty. His Torah is even loftier in those places than in other places. So, maybe have the merit to apply those teachings in practicality, in Maaseh, in action, so that we can refine ourselves to be better people, better Jews, better of the Hashem, Bezrat Hashem.